With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. N-Y-Y-S-T. This is New York. Yankee Sports Talk. Swinging for the fences. Knock it out the park. This is New York. Yankee Sports Talk. Christian and Chris. Of course, SGR. This is New York. Yankee Sports Talk. Call me New York. Yankee Sports Talk, record, rain or shine, grab your shades and umbrellas, N-Y-Y-S-T, you're hanging with the fellas. Episode 360 of the NYYST podcast, we're live here on NYY Underground, I am your host Christian, I'm with SGR, what up, and the star, the star, Jesus, I can never get it out. The, <laughs> the straw that stirs the NYY you drink, the boss, Pete Simonetti. Pete, what's up, bro? Yamamoto. We're on Yamamoto okay. Watch. Okay. Yamamoto Watch? Right. Okay. Been on, okay. 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 Pete's okay. been on Yamamoto Watch 23 and a half hours a day. If you've been uh, following along on, on NYYU, he, he literally, this is what he does 20 minutes to eat, 20 minutes to shit, 20 minutes to sleep, back bro, out. Bro, no it. joke. It's I wild. literally. I got off. Kev was my last guest at 8.08. I ran upstairs and I actually made a BLT. I ate the whole damn thing in about two minutes. I'm probably going to choke and die during this stream, but it is what it is. I had to do it. Got to do what you got to do, man. Don't choke and die. Okay. And choke and die. Okay. Right. Please don't do that. Okay. What is it okay. called again? What do you say? Un oh, I'm going to unalive myself. Unalive. Okay. Yes. Uh, unalive. Right, right, okay. right, right, right. Unalive. Pete's sitting in uh, for the birthday boy. It's Chris's birthday today. So he uh, took the day off. You Happy know, birthday, be, brother! Must be nice, okay? Right? No, uh, no, like, um, no singing of uh, "Happy Birthday." Well, I would like doing a, maybe a happy birthday. I did think we might have had a little, uh, a little holiday spectacular here. I did get a message. You surprisingly, did. I did. Huh. Yes. Interesting. Maybe a little preview of a uh, of a of a full on little al Yankee album or something like that. I'm I'm hearing the whispers. It yeah, it's impressive because I'm pretty sure I know who it is, but I want to leave it up to the fans to right, to understand this. So, are you guys ready? Am I ready to play this? Yeah, sure. Let's yeah, go. let's do it. All right, shit. Here we go, guys. Um, we literally just got this in an email. We got 200 huh. plus people, and they hit the like button. I think you're gonna like this. This is unbelievable. Here let's we go. See. Let's see. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. While the merry bells keep ringing, happy holiday to you. Oh man! Wow, that got me in the spirit, guys. Wow, Holy the uh, wow. Was that a Cy Young-worthy rendition of that song? I believe so. I guess yeah. we are getting some coal this Christmas. Well, hopefully the Yankees Perfect. will be getting a little uh, Yamamoto under yeah. the under the tree here. The decision is uh, hopefully coming soon. Everybody, including Jack Curry today, said that a, a decision is expected before Christmas. 
So Christmas is uh, just about a week away here. It's the next Monday, so about eight. What about like ten days? We should know something by uh, yep. about Yamamoto here. No doubt, no something doubt about like it. I know. Uh, I had heard today that he was with the Phillies. I mean, it's really. <laughs> I mean, let's be realistic here. Would you say that it's the Yankees and Dodgers and everybody else right now? Well, the Mets are the Mets are interesting to me because they don't they don't have a superstar pitcher where he would go he would go to the Mets and he would slot in immediately as their ace. So that's where I'm still considering the Mets as a a, a possibility. I no, think I mean, it's the Yankees and everybody else, but we'll see. You gotta give the yeah, Dodgers yeah, a, pun- Yankees and a Dodgers, puncher's yes. You gotta give no them doubt. a puncher's chance. They're, they're I mean I, the big baseball news, we'll get into it really quickly, is that Shohei Otani is a L.A. Dodger. Uh, Ten years, uh, $700 million, and all but $680 million. Is, $680 million has been deferred till after the playing contract is up. So It's wild. Uh, and apparently he's got an opt-out clause. If the ownership or uh, president of baseball ops leaves he can opt out of the contract so yeah, and who else yep. did that a couple years ago i think they were referring to somebody else that did that i can't remember who it was though i thought that was a first it was so it was never. like it was called something it i had never like, heard that before there was like that a term was, for it even the opt-out is specifically contingent on uh somebody leaving but look so if I you wanted it, to get rid of him can you just be like hey buddy you're fired <laughs> he's just yeah, gonna really. see you later <laughs> a good way if he's not doing well be like you know what this ain't working get rid of these guys doesn't otani have the power himself now to just fire the gm i think so yeah pretty much i mean yeah he can do whatever he wants on that team look here's my take on it right and anybody that's been a long time fan of this show knows my feelings on shohei otani he's a one of a one of a once in a generational type talent right Insane to pay this guy seventy million dollars a year. Oh, deferred. It's stop. Okay. It's still isn't it still counting forty eight? Forty six. Forty six. Forty six. It is. Yeah. That's still an insane amount of money to go against your luxury tax every year for yeah. basically a DH. Because think about it like this: if we're gonna be fair about it, right? Not what I think about him personally, because uh, you know. Again, is it really that big of a stretch that Shohei Otani, uh, so Shohei Otani chose uh, SoCal? Come on now. Right. No. Right. Okay. Anyway, how much longer realistically can sh- – he's not pitching this year. How much longer realistically can Shohei Otani pitch? Great well, question. What's his age, right? Where is he at? Uh, 20, 20, 20, 28, 29. 29. I mean, he he still has four or five good years left in him. I'd say as a pitcher. Now it's just a matter of bouncing back from the injury and coming back. Now is because he's not getting he's not getting the Tommy John, right? Is no, he, I don't, no. He's, he's not getting any major. Type. He's not getting any major surgery. He's kind of going that Tanaka route of just kind of playing it out and seeing what happens. Here's the here's the fact of the matter is that I don't think his body's going to be able to hold up the pitch for another three years. That's my opinion. We've you need this is now he's going to need a second Tommy John surgery since he's been in America. Yeah, that's right. And the thing is too, but I, I think the way you got to look at it, which is kind of crazy, right? Is he might be a guy eventually that he does what he was doing at the WBC, where he comes in throwing 102 mm. closing games eventually, if he can get to that. But I agree with you, a workload of a starter. After two Tommy John surgeries that he's had, another issue that he's faced again, it's kind of tough. It's kind of tough to believe that 
He's never going to be a guy giving you 140, 150 innings in consecutive years. But let's be real here. They, they paid him for the name. They paid him for oh, the star absolutely. power. I know. Yeah, they paid him because of the money they're going to make. They're going to make all <laughs> that already, money back. And he's already showing that before he even stepped on the field because they broke up. Uh, Fanatics broke the record for highest sales within the first yep. 48 hours of any uh, apparel being released. So, I mean, Which it's already really paying itself. Which is really crazy. Yeah, and that's all sports, too. That's not yeah. just baseball. It's like Ronaldo, Messi. Who, who, yeah, I think it was, it was a soccer player. Ronaldo right? and Messi, he passed. Wow. So. Just saying, as a Yankee fan who has my own expectations for the season, I'm not sitting here worried that the Dodgers are going to just be this runaway juggernaut this season because they got Shohei Otani. Agreed. And they also just got better. Yeah. If I could lead into that. I believe so. We'll go for it. Oh, you're Christian, you're muted. We can't hear you. Okay. okay. Well, his mic's probably not working. So what was the deal that just happened for the Dodgers, Pete? Uh, we have a... Uh, let's see. Let me okay. see if I can pull it okay. up Okay, breaking news okay. here. Breaking okay. news. Okay, Jeff Passan. Okay. okay. Okay, a passing bomb. Okay. Okay, we don't know what happened. What about now? Passing. Can you hear me? There yeah, it is. Yeah, you're good. There you're back. You're back. You're back. El Gato. But yeah, it is uh, Glass Now and Manny Margot for Ryan Pepiot and Johnny DeLuca. But the interesting thing is... It's contingent on Glass now signing an extension, which he said is going to happen. So who knows what that money's going to look like? I mean, John uh, Flaherty, whatever his name, just got fourteen million a pop. Jack. Yeah, Jack Flaherty. It's yeah. crazy. From the Tigers. Has a lot of quiche from the Kitty Cats. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess the look. It's a. It's a. It's a risky move on the Dodgers' part because we all know the stuff that Glass now has, but he's also made. He's <laughs> also glass. made of glass. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Joke just writes itself there. It does. Um, so we'll see. The 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 uh, Rays continue to be a poverty franchise, you know. Yeah, but I'm sure this Pepio guy is going to end up being a stud. Don't and they won't stud. miss a beat. They'll Probably. still they'll still win 89 to 93 games and yep. be in the mix because that's just what they do. But it's just you know they can never really get over the hump because they keep they don't keep anybody. Like they don't build around anybody. It's just like yeah. a constant cycle of. All right, this guy's coming up on arbitration. Let's get him out of here. You know, even hearing Randy Rosarena's name in trade rumors, like, why yeah. would you move this guy? Like, he's, I, I would think that, like, isn't he like the, the heart and soul of that team? He's a big way. piece. Yeah, he's a big piece, but that's kind of, that's their MO. That's what they do. They get what they can out of these guys. And then when the, that time comes, they just move on. I mean, it must suck being a fan of that team, though, because, like, you can't get attached to is. anybody. That's how it is. And, you know, it's. I wonder if you know they got a young a young outfielder back too, and a Deluca kid, the Deluca boy. Sounds like it's right. like an old Italian just talking. You know, hey, Deluca, Deluca boy down the street. But um, maybe they okay. will. Maybe they will trade um a Rosarina now. I mean, that's kind of how the team rolls, and somehow whenever they do it though, they get somebody that's just as good. Or you know, in a couple of years, they're they're putting up great numbers. But we do got our first super chat of the day too. I read it to you guys from Rich Squires. He says uh -huh. the Yankees have aggressively been pursuing a Yamamoto since the beginning of last season. The rest have been Johnny come lately's. They will sign him. So confidence that I like. I mean, there's confidence there. You, Pete, I think you sent a picture earlier to that group chat of him with the Yankee gear on with his buddies with the gear on, dude. It yeah. just feels like it's going to happen. Okay, can we get to a couple? We we missed a couple super chats last week. Um, they're kind oh, of yeah. one of them's not really relevant right anymore, but I do want to read it because they they did um they did chime in last week and we didn't get around to it. Joseph Gonzalez last week he wrote to us. 
My friends, my friend thinks that the Yankees will try to sign Otani and let Soto walk. That's Your not friend happening. was wrong. Okay. Friend he was, was wrong. Absolutely dead wrong. And then Abner, Abner hit us with this. Uh, he said in his in the last live that oh wait. Oh yeah, this is the one that we couldn't understand. And then he rewrote it. Trade <laughs> Everson, uh, Pereira, Peraza, and Hampton for Bieber and Classe. Um, change my mind on Class A club, ex- club extension. He's looking at Corbin Burns as another person. That's kind of a tough, tough super chat to comprehend. Yeah. But I'm I'm not gonna not read a super chat if you guys are chiming in right. in the chat. We got to get to it. I'm sorry that Abner, we went Abner a Double Day. Okay, that okay. was Abner Double Day. Okay, okay. Come, he uh, created uh, baseball. Okay, and guys, we got three fifty six in here. Do me a favor, hit that like button. with sixteen away from one hundred. Show some fashion, love to the fellas. There's a couple of things that I did want to get to today. So number one, since every he he's the guy, right? And um, everybody's saying the Yankees don't really have a backup plan if they don't get Yamamoto. Mm-hmm. But what's the backup plan if they don't get Yamamoto? You, ha- I mean, it's got to be the guy, right? Reunion. Got a guy, Monty. Would you want? Would you want a Jordan Montgomery reunion at seven four two? I don't know. Eight, maybe I don't think eight he or... does. I don't, I don't think, think that's beef. interesting. With, I don't think with... there's a beef there. I really don't. I don't think there's a beef. I think that's kind of overplayed. But at the end of the day, this guy just won a World Series yeah. championship with Texas. Yeah. I, I don't see him being like, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna go back to the Yankees. Unless they overpay. And do we really believe the Yankees are going to blow everybody out the water for Monty? Oh, I don't see that happening. The same thing with... Either. I don't... Uh, see, the Yankees need starting pitching, right? They, they If God... Forbid this thing goes the wrong way and they don't Ugh. get Yamamoto. They have to get another starter in here. Who who is it? Do they call Cleveland and say, "Hey, what's it going to take to get Shane Bieber over here?" Is that a possibility? I think it's possible. I mean, it's possible. A Cor- maybe a, Cor- deal, a, deal. a Corbin Burns, maybe. I mean, they need high. I think they need high end pitching. I don't think you need. I don't think they should be out there trying to scour the trade market for guys to fill innings in the back end. I think yeah. you need to. You need to cover yourself in case Carlos Rodon is a bust, and I hate saying that because I think we all wanted Carlos Rodon here, and I think we all think, but we don't know that he's going to bounce back this year. And I think the Yankees need to cover themselves this way. They have the two guys at the top of the rotation. If it's not Yamamoto and Cole, it's Cole and whoever. So is it Burns? Is it Bieber? I don't. I don't know. Does do you see a link with maybe Blake Snell? If the Yankees don't want to trade any more assets, then they're like maybe we'll just throw money at Blake Snell. A lot of people are calling him the biggest regression candidate in the market. I don't. Yeah, it's I hard. Don't see that happening? I don't Ooh. see Blake Snell anywhere near the Yankees. And David with a super chat says, "I think it. I think it would be cool to have both Japanese stars." I think he's talking about Roki Sasaki. As a possibility, also who could be who could come over next year, and if he does come over next year, it would be the same way that Otani did, where he gets IFA money, meaning it'd only be about five million tops. So okay. that'll be interesting. A little sake bomb, right. sake bomb. Okay, okay, warm sake. No, that's what that's what kind of the excitement of the Soto trade and the Verdugo trade masked last week and that's why i didn't really want to get into it last week because i wanted to be excited that the yankees did they did their job last week right with with soto and verdugo but like this team is improved but for me it's not there yet Mm. what are the things that they need to continue to 
fuck that phone. All right. Uh, <laughs> what are the things they need to continue to do? You got to look around this roster. And I think if you look, their biggest weaknesses are in that pitching staff. And I know it's crazy to say because, yeah. like, everybody looks at this pitching staff and is like, that's not the reason they lost last year. Yeah, we know that. Matt Blake does a really good job with what he's mm-hmm. given. And I think we can all give Matt Blake his flowers and say, Matt Blake, whatever he's handed, he turns it back to the Yankees and they're able to 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 maneuver with whatever it is, whoever it is, right? Agreed. The pro- right? But <clears throat> if you look at this rotation after Garrett Cole, and we've been saying this since Garrett Cole signed here, it's nothing. It's nothing but question marks. Garrett Cole and the question marks. Mm-hmm. It has not changed in four years. It's like his. That's like his boy band. Yeah, that's the starting rotation band. Yeah, Garrett Cole and the question marks. <laughs> what you have here? But you're and, right. I mean, you're right. You're spot on, right? Um, and guys, we got you know 400 plus in here. Hit the like button for us. Uh-huh. Uh, and Philip, I'm gonna let me. Uh, Philip, I'm gonna get to your super chat because I know you're talking about glass now. We just talked about it, but I want to obviously give you your time. We'll talk about them um, after we talk about this, but you're right. I mean, it is four question marks. Elgato. Oh, um, it is. It is four question marks. You're, you're not wrong. I think Carlos Rodon has a chip on his shoulder, and I think he's going to look to have a big bounce back year. Who knows what Clark Schmidt is going to be again? Who knows what Nestor Cortez is going to be? Does anybody have an idea? I don't think anybody knows. That's why Yamamoto is very important. I have seen so many people go, but they could spend that money else. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, Eh, it wasn't a problem. It could very well be a problem very quickly if they don't improve this rotation. And having a dominant one-two sets the Yankees up for major success potentially. Ooh, big time. Oh, you, you need that one-two. Yeah, we've been waiting for it forever. You know, Sevy was supposed to be the guy. Then they were like, "Well, we really need to go get a real ace." We got one, and then they never were able to pair him up with anybody. And now we're going on year five of Garrett Cole, and it's just like we're still waiting for the Yankees to have that dominant one-two punch at the top of the rotation. And yeah, Yamamoto doesn't automatically eliminate that because you still need to see the transition into Major League Baseball. But everything you hear about him, he's 25 years old. This this is something that I don't think they can miss on. I really don't think they can miss on this. I agree. I had a lot of people, uh, I'll I'll throw this out there real quick before um, SGR comes on. Um, I had a lot of people uh, tell me for a while that, like, you know, you, who would you rather have? Or not rather have, but who would you do first if you could? Would you do Soto at the time before he was here or Yamamoto? And I always said I'd go after Yamamoto first more than anything because I think it sets the team up so well because you got so many trades you can make from there. And then you can do a Soto deal with maybe giving up some more than you would have to just to get it done. But I agree. I think he's extremely valuable to this team's offseason. Yeah, that'll it'll be it'll be interesting to see what they decide to do to get another pitcher in here. But it, the the way we're talking now, it does seem like to get a Snell, to get a Montgomery, you are going to have to probably overpay, and then that yeah. that would lead you to believe that they're going to go the trade route for another arm. Yeah. Right, and I, I think that if the Yankees did miss on Yamamoto, they'd be in the trade market more yeah. so than trying to pick up either one of those two guys and giving them a hundred and fifty to two hundred. I don't I don't see that happening. I think the Yankees don't really want I, honestly, I don't think they really want to hand out another one of these contracts. 
to a pitcher, considering the money they have invested in the rotation, I think that they think that Yamamoto is a special circumstance, that, that he is 25 years old and that he mm-hmm. could be so special at a young age that it's worth the investment. And like we were saying with Otani, think about all the marketing opportunities the Yankees had um, when Tanaka and Matsui are here, were here. Yamamoto is going to do the same thing for them. Uh, so... It, it's going to be interesting to see, man. You know, like we said, hopefully by the time we sit down and record next week on Thursday, we'll have an answer on Yamamoto and we can really sit here and, and figure out how great this offseason was because right now it's been a really good offseason. I think that Brian Cashman's done a lot of good stuff so far this offseason. I like the um, – we didn't even touch on this, the uh, the trade that they made with the Dodgers over the weekend. That was another yeah. one. What Oh, the Yankees and Dodgers have a trade in place. And then what? It was like 70 hours before anybody friggin' had the names or anything. Yeah, it was a whole damn day. I was I was live waiting for it to happen. I'm live for hours. I'm like, all right, you know what? At this point, I'm getting off. And then the next morning, um, I had all rise to do it. Like at 1040, the deal finally came out. It was it was basically a full day of waiting uh for that trade, but also a, a decent trade. Um it, it's the part that I talked about with creativity. Got a little creative. Uh, moving over Trey Sweeney, you got Gonzalez, who is a lot like Wandy Peralta, a little, little bit opposite in the way he doesn't get out lefties as well, that he, then he mm-hmm. gets righties. But a lot of this stuff is very similar, and they're apparently pretty high on him. And then the kid, Yorbit uh, Vivas, is a left-handed hitting second baseman, put up really nice numbers mm-hmm. in AA, year younger than Trey Sweeney, and he'll be in AAA, got some time there, and... Uh, they think that he's a real good bat-to-ball guy. Um, plays better at second base than third or short. So, not a. I wouldn't say it's a. It's a monster move, but it's a creative move, and I. I think it makes sense for the Yankees. Because we need. They needed a left-hander out of that bullpen. I think Wandy priced himself out of the market if he's going to be getting like four, five, six million dollars or whatever it is, and this guy's going to be making a mill, right? Yeah. So yeah, I think it's at, at some point. I know. You know, you're splitting hairs when it becomes between a million and six million. But at some point, the Yankees are going to look to be a little bit cost effective. And this guy's got an elite ground ball rate. I think it was like a 54 percent last year. Yeah. And he and he's one of these guys where if you stick him in the Matt Blake pitching factory, he's going to improve. So I yep. think this they they basically swap prospects to get Wandy Peralta's uh, replacement, which, you know, that's a. That's what you pay your GM to do, right? Isn't this what you, you know, this is what you want to see your GM do. It's not always the big flashy, sexy move. It's not always going and get Juan Soto. It's it's doing stuff like this. How can I improve my ball club on a minor level where, you know, you know, and I can, we can do things like this. Like, how do I get a left-handed reliever in here? Well, you know what? Let me call up the Dodgers. They need some 40 man, you know, uh, you know, they need some 40 man relief. Take my guy who's not on the 40 man. Let's swap prospects and then throw me a lefty reliever for it. Right. Yep. You like to see that type of stuff. This is Brian Cashman working for the first, you know, as much shit as we've given Brian Cashman over the past few years, he's working this off season. You know, I hate to say it like, Oh, you know, you should have been doing this three years ago, but, He's doing it right, so I mean, I gotta give him credit for the, for what he's doing right now. No doubt. Even though, yeah. No, I don't why. If he, he still could have went back in October, if I could have fired him, I would have fired him. But he's not, he didn't get fired. He's here. So do your job, and I think he's done a hell of a job so far this off season. 
Yeah, and he's good at finding those guys too. That's definitely been the strength that as fans, we've kind of taken a seat back and say, like, let him do his thing when it comes to finding those diamonds uh, in the rough for relievers. He's, he's had a great track record of doing that. Yep. And before we move on, let's get to this voicemail. Uh, not voice. My God, I'm still stuck on my other shows. Uh, we got a super chat from Philip. He goes, Glass now traded to the Dodgers. Yamamoto must have said no deal. What do y'all believe is the percentage chance that the Yankees signed Yamamoto? Glass now to the Dodgers is huge. Changes everything. What are your thoughts? Love you, Pete. You the man. Thank you. Um, I'll be honest with you, man. I actually don't think it changes anything for the Dodgers when it comes to Yamamoto. I think they're still fully in and fully committed to him. It's going to be interesting to see what Glass Now's extension is. I think that's something to pay attention to, how much money he gets and how long yeah. um, of that, that deal is going to be. But they just seem like a club right now that's truly going for it. I respect yeah, it. it doesn't change I mean, anything. I mean, we've been we've been asking the Yankees to just show that you're going for it for how many years now? And I, this is the... This is the one off season that we can actually say that they're they're going for it. Like trading for Wash Donaldson a couple years ago was not going for it. Trading for Juan Soto was going for it. Okay, no question, no question. And even and, Verdugo, I mean, you know, people kind of just uh, you know turned ahead to a deal like that in two days. You added three lefty bats. Verdugo was playing on the Boston Red Sox, and let's be honest, like I seen some Yankee fans, you know. Get upset about that move, and I'm going. Uh, so you were more comfortable with Billy McKinney? Uh, you you wanted to continue to see Frenchie Cordero and Billy McKinney out there? They just got a guy that's an actual starter, phenomenal arm in the outfield. And then you got Soto, who immediately makes the team better. And at the end of the day, they got a, a, a two-time Gold Glove winner as almost a throw-in in that deal in uh, Grisham, who I think still has a lot left in that bat potentially, or a lot of improvement in there, and he's controlled for years to come. So. Cashman did a great job, and the Yankees are greatly improved offensively. I think he's, I, I believe, our last or close to last in doubles in since 2019. Yes. They haven't yep. hit, they haven't had a guy hit 30 doubles in a season since 2019. They acquired three guys in this in a span of two days that had 30 doubles last year in Verdugo, Soto, and and even Trent Grisham. So I mean, they're all lefty sticks that that hit doubles. I mean, that's kind of what you want to see. So I think I think that he did an excellent job and now he's just got to continue to build on it so far. And I don't think and I know no one's and I get it. I, it's the nature of the beast, right? If they fail on Yamamoto, people are going to blame Cashman for it, but I don't honestly, I don't think it'll be his fault. I think he's done everything that he could possibly do here. Now it's just up to the player to decide. I think the and if the, and if the reports are true, we heard that number floated around earlier today, nine for three oh four. I mean, that's that's an offer right there, you know. It's an offer, and what do you always say, Christian? That when they want somebody, typically they get them. So, I mean, they want Yamamoto. Where where in, is in years past, the problem has been that they haven't even really attempted to get those big free agents. Uh, but when they when they go for it, they usually end up getting the person that they want. That's why yeah. I think I'm really I'm confident in the Yankees. It's just the Dodgers are such a wild card. Like, what are they up to? What kind of shenanigans would they pull with the contract? Other than that, like, if it was just, you know, on a play, on a level playing field, who's going to go get them? I think the Yankees would get them, no doubt about it. Because, like we said, any time the Yankees have legitimately wanted somebody in free agency, they get them. Nobody stops the Yankees except for the Yankees. And I think they really want – Yamamoto, I think 
we've we've been asking this question for months and for, and you know within the last six weeks or whatever everybody's changed their mind on it is Yamamoto Garrett Cole to the Yankees and yes now we all know that that's how the Yankees value this guy so they'll, they're yeah. going to get him unless the Dodgers just go bananas yeah, I'm I'm 10 of 10, 100%, however you want to see it. I've said it multiple times that I do believe he's going to be a Yankee, uh, no doubt about it. And this this super chat right here fits right into it from Rod Thompson, our good friend. Uh, uh. And we guys, we got 450 in here, 124 Ooh. likes. Hit that like button for us. The unfortunate reality is that the Yankees are doing everything in their power to get Yamamoto. As long as he wants the Yankees, the deal will happen. There's only so much they can control. And you're right about that. And... One of the things I want to bring up about Joel Wolf, um, his agent, is he's been known, he's been very, very much known as a very good player agent where if his player wants to go somewhere and the other team gonna, has interest, yeah. he tries to gonna, make it work. He's mm -hmm. gonna chase every last nickel. That's right. So he might we could very well have that situation like we're talking about the Dodgers maybe come in 25, 30 million more to the Yankees, and he makes that call and goes, Hey, look, we're we're the gap here is about thirty million dollars. We want to make this work. He wants to play for you all. And maybe the Yankees go, you know what? Add the additional year. Add the 10th year. Who cares? Let, let's get him here. Get it done. And he signs it. That's that's what I believe could very well be happening here. And if that's the case, you got to love the Yankees' chances. I would put them in as as a front runner here for sure. Uh, it's just like I said, I don't trust the Dodgers. Uh, and it's funny how we're just ignoring everybody else. It's just we're talking about <laughs> right. the Yankees and Dodgers here because I really think that it's what it's going to come down to. It's going to come down to the Yankees and the Dodgers because I think, especially after the Soto move, I think these those are the two teams that are most primed to make a run this year. Yeah, is yeah. Are the Yankees I just, and the Dodgers. I just wanted to respond to somebody in the chat talking about the um, the Stanton remarks. Joel Wolf doesn't care. These guys have done business for many many years, and that has nothing to do with Yamamoto at all. Yeah, Zero. I'm, yeah, I think that's all past us. Now. Yeah, Cashman said they cleared the air too with all of that too, yes, and had did. a discussion about it. So how did he was, say it? How did he say uh, it again? You know, I did. I did reach out to John Carlo. I, I, you know, I, I kind of, I was a little hangry that day, and uh, I just, I just needed uh, to eat a little bit of food. I needed some protein, and once I did that, you know, we kind of had a nice heart to heart, and uh, we resolved our issues. I was hangry, Brian. Yeah, hangry, hangry Brian. Hangry, Brian. <laughs> going to be interesting to see guys i mean uh, the he has to sign somewhere by january 4th so i mean okay. one one way or another we're going to get this answer pretty soon it just what happens if he doesn't sign by january he has, 4th? he has to go back to japan he has to go back wow. that's it he's done yeah huh you know the team uh he was with the buffaloes i believe yep oryx they don't want him because they want the forty-five million dollars. Right. <laughs> they don't want yeah. him to go back. Hell yeah. Well, that's the, that's the interesting thing about Roki Sasaki is that apparently the rumor out there now, and it's actually reported in a couple, I think a new um, L.A. Times article, and then somewhere else I read it too, is that the rumor is he has the same clause in his contract because when he was drafted, he had a bunch of teams, and he he decided to go to like one of the worst teams because apparently they put that in his contract where he has the Otani thing where he can leave whenever he really wants. And that's what apparently is starting to come out more now is that next year, there was rumors that maybe this year, like, at, like by Friday, he could all of a sudden become posted. And whoever has money in the IFA side could sign him because he's only going to get about $5 million. But that, that's the rumor now in that regard is that if he has that in his contract, he can actually come over here as soon as next year. 
which they're going to, the reason I'm bringing it up is that poor team isn't making no damn money at all because they would have made a shit ton on him if he got posted regularly. Okay. He's yeah, younger than, uh, he's 23. He'll be 23 yeah. next year. So, wow. yeah, you got to be, you can only be posted after at 25 or over. And if you get it before, you would have to have that type of clause in your contract that Otani had. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be a wild card next year if he, if he does get posted. Um, we'll see. I heard that. Somebody was saying, I don't know where I remember, but anyway, <clears throat> close with Yamamoto, so that could be something that teams are looking at too. Um, but, you know, like I said, we're, we're going to keep an eye on this Yamamoto situation. This has been, what it's just this off season though, it's just... It, the, following this news has been exhausting because you've just been getting these crumbs and morsels and then nothing happens for three days. And then uh, <laughs> see what happens uh, as we move along here. Like I said, let's take a look. You know, I want to take a look at this team now. Where can the Yankees improve? Like, what are we looking at to really solidify this team to make this, you know, a, a legit World Series contender, right? So I think mm -hmm. we're, all, you know, we're looking at this starting rotation. It's Yamamoto, right? Okay, Yamamoto, the Yankees are, you know, if they don't get him, is it Burns, is it Bieber? I don't think they're going to be in 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 the um, in the free agent market. They need high-end guys. I don't, you know, going to get a fourth or fifth starter, I mean, it doesn't move the needle, and I don't think anybody is, is really interested in that right now. So you're looking at a situation like that. Do you think the Yankees need high-end, you know, leveraged bullpen guys? Because Hell I'm yes. still... I'm still under the impression that this team is not ready to win a World Series with Clay Holmes as the closer. That's right my opinion. You. Right there with you. That, to me, is the thing. And I think, uh, if God forbid, I, I, I've been saying it on all the chats, I don't even want to talk about there being a plan B, but that is the reality of, of running a team. The Yankees have to have some sort of plan B set up. And um, I'll tell you this right now. I, I think Jordan Hicks is out there, right? Jordan mm -hmm. Hicks is somebody that they miss. You could be like, hey, that money's there. Let's let's bring it to this guy. But I'm right there with you, man. They need a closer. They need somebody that's been there and done that. Clay Holmes, to me, yeah, he could go on these streaks of being unhittable. But then there's nights when he can't throw a strike and he just he's not getting anybody out. And I like him so much more in, in out of that closing role that I don't know if Emmanuel Class A is going to really be traded. They said they they consider moving him. Devin Williams is a guy that I continue to look at. He's a guy I'd be I'd go bananas about if you can figure out a way to make that deal. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't know if Milwaukee would be will be looking to deal him. There's, there's not much out there if, that we know of at least that could be moves. But what is the you know what is a plan B? How do you get a plan B? What is a plan B from that? Like you said, I mean, yeah, well, you, you go, go to, you normally you go to the pharmacist for that. So you got yeah, you got to go to the pharmacist for a little plan B. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah. I really don't know, but I'm not comfortable with Holmes either. Well, that's what would be nice, though, but he's not a free agent until 2026, and it seems yeah. like the, the Brewers parted ways with Hayter with the intention of, well, Williams can And he's in. a guy, like, I know a lot of Yankee fans just think, just say it because the, the biggest name is always the guy that they want. I don't want any part of Josh Hader on this team. No, no me all. neither. Not me neither. He's not a fit. He's not a fit for this team. Just uh, doesn't have a winning... No, yeah, the winning... Pitching. Yeah, no, he doesn't have shit. a he doesn't have a winner's mentality. I, no, I, I, not at all. Look at what he did at the end of the year last year. I mean, he exactly. kind of like voluntarily sat out. 
Yeah, he was like, I'm not, I'm not uh, pitching, what was it, four four outs or something like that? He's like, I yes, refuse to yes. do it. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. No, do the Yankees go quality over quantity? I mean, uh, quantity over quality? Do they go with a bunch of, like, Tommy Canely types? Like, guys that are, like, good seventh, eighth inning guys, but you don't have a legit closer and you just rotate in the hot hand? I, I don't know, man. I, I just, I, I think the bullpen needs help, too, because, you know, Especially early in the season, we know Boone's going to re- rely on these guys heavily. What are they going to? What are they going to have left? You know, you're. It didn't. It didn't matter this year because the team was done after the trade deadline. They were. We all knew it. Especially when they didn't do anything, we all knew that they were done. So it didn't matter. That these guys gassed out at the in the last two months. You're hoping that there's a there's a third month, an entire third month for this team to play after the trade deadline this year. So how do you keep these guys fresh? You traded a lot of depth in the in the Juan Soto deal. You can say that, you know, whatever you think about Brito and Vasquez, these guys ate innings and they ate quality innings. I mean, these are things that, yes, I would I'm glad that Soto's here. I'm not regretting trading those guys, but even Michael King, Michael King ate a lot of innings in that bullpen early on in the if uh, uh, pretty much up until August. How do you replicate that? You know, you're going to leave Clark Schmidt in the rotation. He's not going to be there to, you know, potentially move back and, you know, back into a bullpen spot. I'm sure the Yankees have guys that they could come up. Luis Heel might be a guy, but again, coming back from Tommy John surgery, are you, how often can you use him out of the bullpen? So I don't know, man. I just think that they need bullpen arms. They need guys that they can, Keep fresh. Even even a guy like Greg Weissert. I mean, yeah, you're not going to let Greg Weissert stop you from trading uh, for Alex Verdugo, but he was a he was a bullpen piece. He was depth in yeah. that bullpen. So the Yankees need to replenish some of these arms. They got a lot of those guys too. That that's the one thing that you got to be a little bit confident about when it comes to the Yankee system is that some of these guys could go into pen. You mentioned Louise Heal. There's also Clayton Beater. Um, there's another kid down there, Jack, uh, Jack Neely or Jake Neely, who looks extremely good. I mean, they, they do have arms down there, but the crazy thing is, I think we say this a lot, right? Is they the Yankees? You know what I mean? This is a team looking to win now. You kind of want to get somebody who's been there and done that if you can. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't even know if that's available. I mean, can Jordan Hicks close games? I mean, the way he looked with Toronto, he dominated. He was a, he was an animal with Toronto, but is he the same guy? Pete Walker does magic with play with pitchers. He does mm-hmm. that a lot. Uh, Alec Manoa, you know, cheeseburgers are more important than than you know anything Pete Walker had to say to him. But I don't I don't know if a guy like him you could get him and go. You know what? Maybe he's a guy that could immediately jump in there and start closing games. I I don't think that's his mo. Uh, it's just I don't know, man. I just. I know the Yankees are going to go in with Clay Holmes. I just, I don't know. I don't trust him. You know, you know, game seven, two-run lead in the ninth. Clay Holmes takes the mound in Houston. How confident are you feeling at that point? Not at all. I mean. No, not too confident. I'm, but again, there's really not a lot out there that's truly available. Again, you know, this is what Brian, hey, you know what, Brian? This is what you get paid for, brother. You know, you get could creative. go for Alexis Diaz with the Reds, but I feel like the Reds are trying to win this year. Get, so get creative. Yeah. Get creative. Happen. I don't know. Interesting. So you look at the line. All right. So you, you take a look at the rotation of bullpen. Okay. We all see improvements there. <clears throat> oh, Soto, great. You know, to me, you know, to me, I like Verdugo Judge. Soto, that's how I go one, two, three. I've seen people, 
I've seen people debate it other ways. I don't I don't like DJ LeMayu leading off. I don't think that's a smart thing to do. But hey, you know, I think to go Verdugo, Judge, Soto is the way to go. I like lefty, righty, lefty. And then it's really righty, lefty, righty uh, because mm -hmm. I'm batting Volpe ninth. You know, you have that cyclical double leadoff hitter to Man, your fucking connection's bad. Uh, it's not my dude. connection. I keep hitting the mute button. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, all right. That's all. Very antsy. Oh, and by the way, this is a historic episode of uh, the NYYST podcast. This is El Gato's last episode. Okay. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Gato's last El Gato. ep episode. We will know uh, next week El Gato will be gone. El, El Gano. Huh? For episode El 360, yeah. we've gone full circle. Oh, yes, we have. Oh, there there you go. Like okay. Right. Like that circle episode. Okay. 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 First, you have 180. Okay. That's half a circle. Okay. Right. You add another 180. Okay. You get a full right. circle. Okay. Elgato. Okay. Elgato. All right. Go ahead. Oh, I think. A kitty cat. Okay. Ah, okay. Okay. A little kitty cat. Okay. Okay. Come here, kitty kitty. Are we all good with their outfield situation as of Absolutely. As of, okay. Hell yes. You I mean, really. shit. Compared to last year, my God, oh, what a difference. Yeah, dude. Exactly, right? I don't think the Yankees need to acquire anybody else, right? You, they're good in the outfield. With, mm -hmm. with Verdugo, Judge Soto, Dominguez coming back, and then you got Trent Grisham as the fourth guy, right? I think we're all pretty confident and feel pretty good about that right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. How's the catch? According to... According to SNY, I'll throw this out there real quick. Uh, the Yankees are also interested in Shota Imanaga, who is the hard-throwing left-handed starting pitcher if they miss out on Yamamoto, okay. is what SNY is saying. He's a back-end type guy, right? No, he's could be could be mid-rotation type, mid-rotation potential. Okay. Um, throws hard, 95-96, big curveball. Um, yeah. I've heard a lot of good things about him, but yeah, compared to Yamamoto, he's a... He's a down. He's no doubt about it. The downgrade. He's I'm not looking down. for, you know, I, agree, I think, I, agree with you. I think Jack Curry said this best the other day. It's like the Yankees don't have a backup plan. And it's well, kind of a, it's kind of a good thing that they don't have a backup plan because they're all in on, on Yoshinobu Yamamoto. So, yeah. well, people um, were panicking about that today. Cause like, Oh my God, they talked about Montgomery. And I'm like, guys, you know what it is too? There's nothing to talk about. I mean, there really is nothing to update and talk about right now. How much of the same thing? I don't know how I've, I've been doing two hours. Thank God I got voicemails because there's not really much else to cover besides what's already there. So them talking about that is is really trying to fluff the show and fill it, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Well, mm -hmm. that's how Jack Curry opened their show today. He's like, I got nothing for you. Yeah, I was like, I know what you want. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we're kind of at that low right now. Until he went to go signs. see the Phillies today. The Yankees are really optimistic. You know, that's kind of what it is. He's like, I'd love to be breaking news for you right now, but I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing there. And guys, we're two subs away from 21,900. On top of that, let's get the 200 likes. We got 481 people on, in here please. right now. Hit that like button, everybody. Come on. Yeah, smash the like. Subscribe to NYYU. And if you're listening uh, on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify, let's get the five-star rating and review. Okay? Um, okay. I I think – all right, so we're going to go around the diamond real quick. Uh, yeah, we'll go behind the dish first, right? Is your tandem – is it Wells and in, in, in Trevino? Is that how yes. you go? Yeah, I'm okay with that, at least at the start of the year. And if it's not working out, that's maybe a, a deadline move. You look for another catcher to add, but I'm fine with that. I think Cole is going to, you think Cole wants Warfett there? They, they think, grew he was, but he together. Was, wasn't he year. really, wasn't he also really good with Trevino? Was. He, he was, was yes. Yeah, yes. so I, I think, and the one thing about Trevino that I think people uh, don't 
um, maybe never heard of much, but he's extremely, extremely well-liked in that clubhouse. As far as, I think Aaron Boone even said he's a leader in the clubhouse when he's there. So they they definitely think highly of him. He's not going nowhere. Mm. And it's one of it's one of the trades that, you know, Brian Cashman, you know, got a guy that won a platinum glove. Whatever you think about his bat, he still did it. And I a hundred percent expect him to be in the lineup on opening day with Cole Pitching. Yeah, it's just that who's gonna be the lefty? Is it do they think Austin Wells needs more seasoning and they'll they'll have Rorvet here to play K. Cole, but I don't think that they no, need Wells that is. with Look, Wells has got the best He's the guy. He's the guy. I mean, his bat is going to yeah. be what is – it could be a difference maker uh, from behind the plate this year from the left-handed side, you know? Yeah, it also allows you, you know, if Trevino is starting games, you know, maybe you got a second and third situation, first and second situation, first and third, and you go, you know what? Let's bring the guy with better speed and a better overall bat and fits Yankee Stadium to a T. I saw some of those balls he started launching – at the end of the year when he really put it together and you're sitting there going, damn, this guy's going to be legit for us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you, you, they need him. They need him in the major leagues next year. I don't think you go into the season thinking anything other than it's Trevino and uh, Austin Wells as a platoon back there. And I think by Memorial Day, I will put it that he's getting 80% of the starts is yeah. Austin Wells. That's my opinion. That's how I think it's going to shake out. And I think Trevino is going to be pretty much relegated to being maybe a defensive replacement late in games and Cole's caddy. I think that's yes. what his, his role on this team is going to be. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't think the Yankees really need to do anything behind the plate. Uh, I like, I like their catching situation a lot better with Austin Wells than had it been like Rortvet and Trevino or Higash Yoko was still here, but I like the catching situation a lot better because I think, Wells' bat is really going to play this year. Uh, then you look at first base, man. Like, I don't think the Yankees are going to do anything, but how much do we trust Anthony Rizzo, you know? I think Anthony I just, Rizzo Anthony Rizzo is a real wild card this year. If Anthony Rizzo can stay healthy and be 30 home run Anthony Rizzo, this is a very lethal lineup. I really, If you're adding 30 home runs from the left side out of Anthony Rizzo, who's going to be batting what? I guess he'd be down to fifth if you're going to go, you know. That London's that lineup. Then you're talking about Glaber Torres is hitting sixth in this lineup, which is really where you want him. Anthony Rizzo's a big key to this lineup. He has to stay healthy. He's got to hit 25, 30 home runs. I mean, other than that, I mean, if he's hurt, and then you're thinking of you're going in a situation there where maybe DJ LeMayu becomes your your everyday first baseman. I think that takes a lot of the I, I can't think of the word right now, but I think it takes a lot of the the steam out of this offense if DJ LeMayu is your first baseman. Yeah, because you're you're moving you're moving too much. You're doing too much around like that's like a a, a decision you make when it's not working. You kind of want to go into the year with that that clean slate of having a guy that's going to be there and it's his job. So that's that that wouldn't be too good. That's just another question mark there too. But I, I don't know. I mean, you looked at his year at the, those first two months before this whole concussion thing with Tatis. He was one of, if not the best hitter in baseball for a, a second there. So you know, hope hopefully it was just the concussion that made him you know downgrade so drastically but who knows you just gotta kind of let it play out at this point he's also working with teacher man which is nice to see judges guy so yeah you know a lot of times apparently he works with people that he sees things in their swing that he feels he could fix Mm. or help out with a lot so 
if you know uh, obviously um you know judge wants his guy around and he has to really show off this year and you know if, if he is healthy i don't think there's much concern about rizzo being a good player i just think it you know is that is that concussion something that lingers you know is he gonna dive one day and you know, who the hell knows he's gonna slide hard and Maybe maybe something, you know, gets a little thrown off. We don't really know. I know Jeff Jay's a doctor that's in the chat a lot, and, and he was mentioning how concussions, you can't really ever tell. You never know. You know, a slightest movement could could affect you after that. So we, we don't really know. It's, inter- it's interesting, but he was definitely nowhere near the same guy after that. I mean, it was horribly bad. So let, let's hope we're getting the, the, the real Rizzo back. So I think... We'll take shortstop as a given. It's Volpe's job, right? Yeah. I don't think yeah. we have to really debate that. I'm expecting him to really take a big step forward this year. Um, so you really look at second base and third base, right? These are the areas where I think the Yankees have a little bit of flexibility because Boone said last week, I think it was, that LeMay used the third baseman. I don't at really. The meetings, yeah. I don't like it, man. I, I'm sorry. I don't like it. I don't know where the Yankees. That's an that is probably a spot right there where I would try to bring in some offense if I could. I don't know how they would be able to do it. Um, who's who's available in the trade market? But I think third base is some. I think they need. Again, I don't think. I said go get the superstar with Judge. Right, you got it with Juan Soto. So you don't need to go get another superstar third baseman, but. Where can I get a guy that can hit 260 and give me 25 home runs out of third base? You know, where's that guy? It's a tough ask. That's a really tough ask. There, there's not a lot available be. for that. There, there's not. No, um, I, I thought of the same thing. So it's it's great that you bring that point up. Um, I, I thought the same exact thing. I'm like, you know, I like DJ LeMay, but let's be real. Are we really expecting this guy to play every day? And, and at this point in his career, I don't think that's really a fair ask. And I don't know who's out there. I mean, even if you look at trades, one of the guys that I, I always just think he has a lot more talent in him, but he's paid pretty high, is uh, Yon Mankata from mm. uh, the White Sox. But he's never really put it together. He's all, He's been injured a lot also, so I don't know if that helps. Um, another name of a player I was looking at recently, and the only reason I bring him up is because the Yankees did try to trade for him originally in the Bader deal, but then they took Bader, was Edmundo Sosa, who now plays for Philly. And he played in the World Series in the ALS in the NLCS and all that. Um, plays third base, short, second, good power from the right side. I think he had ten homers and like maybe high two hundred at bats. Great speed. I, I do feel they need somebody there because can we really sit there and go? Is Peraza going to even get a chance? Peraza has some amazing spring training. Does anybody expect him to win a job over anybody? I mean, who would he get a job over? DJ. Did- I mean, do you think they really give him third base over Lemayu? How bad is LeMayu? I mean, is LeMayu batting 082 and then they'll just say, oh, he's a veteran. That's what I think they would say either way. I think they'd just be like, hey, you know, we're used to him. He's been great. Peraz is going to make the team as a bench guy. And There's no way he beats Volpe, right? Even if Volpe no. hit like a, a, a buck 10 in spring training and he hits 750, he's not getting the shortstop job. Yeah, no way. No way. That, no. That, that's interesting, though. You bring up the Sosa kid for the for the Phillies because they, they, you know, they have a third baseman over there too, Alec Baum. Baum that could really maybe if they're gonna play Sosa at third base, then then who knows what? Baum, uh, am I saying that right? Baum. Yeah, Alec, Alec Baum. 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 It's Baum. Um, I thought Baum. it was Baum. It's Baum. Can't Baum. say Baum. 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 Uh, right. Can't say Baum on a plane. 
Can't say bomb on an airplane, okay? okay. So if that's the plan there, if Sosa's the plan there, then he might become available, and that could be someone that the Yankees look into trading. Well, I think he's he'll be more of a utility guy. I don't think he would start over over him, but still, still, uh, um. Uh, one of the one of the decent bats, maybe that you can get that could surprise you a little bit, but I don't see LeMay. You'd be, I, I'd be much more comfortable with the Yankees having somebody better because again, a guy like Oswaldo Cabrera. I mean, he's another guy where we can't really trust him with much. No, no. hasn't proven anything. Well, I did, and you look over at second base. What do you do with Glaber Torres? Yankees I was are so sold on on trading him a few weeks ago. But just for some reason, when they got Soto, it just felt like one of those balls to the wall were all in type moves. And all they ever bring up is what? The offense was horrible. It was horrendous last year. To me, it kind of sounds like them saying, at this point, we've tried to trade him. We've never gotten the full amount that we feel we should get. Maybe we keep him, give him the qualifying offer. He says no, and we get a draft pick. Mm-hmm. And that's good enough for us, but we keep him this year and go with the best offense we can have. You're just going to let him walk at the end of the year? Say, yeah, you get the draft pick for him. Maybe You know, they, there's been so many rumors about them trying to trade him, and it seems like they always want too much. What was it last year? They wanted um, uh, Braxton Garrett, who was one of the better left-handed pitchers at the National League last year, and Edward Cabrera, one of their young fireballers. Mm. And they were like, no, we're not we're not doing that. So every ask has been very high, and they haven't got it. So maybe they just go keep him, and you let him walk because they're not going to give him $150-plus million that he's going to get. Glaber Torres is going to be the player he was last year. 800 OPS, you know, 25 home runs. What did he hit, like 270 or 280, whatever yeah, it was? That's the risk of him. You never know. You, don't, you really don't know what you're going to get from him. I mean, if that's what you get out of him, and he's going to be batting sixth in this lineup, mm-hmm. I mean, you, now you're really talking about like lengthening this lineup out. This is what we're talking about. This, this really, you know, you're going to take the top three guys: Verdugo, Judge, and Soto. And I'm going to give them all givens as, you know, Verdugo's not going to be a flashy guy, right? But I'm going to say he'll bat 265 to 270. He's going to give me my 340 on base. He's going to rip some doubles. He'll be on base in front of Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge is going to do fucking Aaron Judge things, right? We all know that. He's going to hit 45, 50 bombs as long as there's no fucking walls for him to run into. He's going to be... Oh, guys, we got a Yankee trade. Yeah, I'm uh, it now. Jack Curry just put it out there. The Yankees have traded outfielder Billy McKinney to their favorite team, the Pirates, oh, for really? cash considerations. So, Billy McKinney, good to know you. So, is that just Brian Cashman advice? Uh, you know, I would <laughs> wow. consider... I consider Bednar to be a really good uh, closer. You could probably get a lot for him. <laughs> what was that the, Billy McKinney. With that extra money? Oh, Yamamoto's a given. <laughs> that Ooh. extra 250 grand they just got. Forget what about needed. it. That's such like a weird thing to do. The guy just signed a minor league deal last week, and you traded him for a used Honda. And now will be on the opening day roster. On the opening day roster for the Pirates. Oh, man. Uh National bonus pool money. What I'm gonna be that? real with you guys for a second. So I don't know how much you guys know about the story, but me and Dane have been on this a lot. The Yankees had two prospects that were signed international that they actually interviewed last year. They told both of them to go get different deals. They're hmm. saving their IFA money for something, and they just got more of it. It's it's interesting to think about. If there is news, and I don't want to be the guy to throw this out there because I don't, I don't think it's going to happen now, but it's very, very odd that they just said, I'm going to let two of the top guys in the, in the pool leave to save the money, and now we're trading for more money. 
it just feels like something is up. I, I don't know if it's Sasaki. I don't know if it's going to happen out of nowhere. But why would they save so much IFA money and tell other guys to leave? I don't know. It's just, it's odd to me. Like a hike, beat it. I don't know, you know. It's Brian Cashman for you, okay? You know, no Tommy DeVito's agent, but he's doing a pretty solid job over here, you know? Right? <laughs> As I was saying here, you got, we're going to give Judge a given. He's going to be an MVP caliber player. Soto, come on, bro. Uh, anybody that's trying to convince themselves that this guy's not going to hit 35 bombs and get on at a 400 clip is just insane, okay? Because that's what he's yeah. going to do. He's going to hit 35 home runs. He's going to have a 410 <laughs> on base percentage, and he's going to be everything that we want him to be. And just before we get to what I, you know, to how this kind of all ties in, can we stop reading in so goddamn much into what he said in the friggin' press conference the other day while I'm here, while I'm here? What does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. While I'm here, I'm here for a year. Right now, I'm here for a year. So while I'm here, this is what I'm going to do. It don't mean he's walking out the door. Everybody's yep. try, trying to figure out, you know, like they're trying to crack the friggin' Da Vinci code over what Juan Soto said in a Zoom conference. Get, come on. This yeah, is it's wild. This is how you know the Yankees are back because people are doing this shit to cope with the fact that we went out there and got Juan Soto. Somebody threw a name in here that I want to run by you guys for third base because I forgot he's a free agent, but interesting idea. David with the super chat says Justin Turner for a one year deal. Uh, we already got one grimy Red Sox. We don't need another one. <laughs> we don't need multiples, all right? We don't need... Like, we one, don't need one is fine. We have one homeless rat from Boston is fine. <laughs> he cleaned up well, though. I got to give him credit. He cleaned I up well. He did, right. Verdugo. Right? Yeah, yeah, what a difference. Yeah. Yeah. He looks good. Okay. What a difference. Okay. Yeah, I, mean, opposed, I wouldn't be opposed good, to okay. Turner. That's not a terrible uh, idea, but, you know, he's yeah, another year older. 39? Just turned 39. Oh, my, Ronnie Mauricio's out for the year. The Mets need a third baseman. So, you know. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A little reunion there. Uh, the New York mess. Okay. He could, he could stay ugly. Nice, he dude. could stay ugly and go to the mess. Okay. New 502 mess. in here, guys. We're 12 likes away from 200. Hit the likey. Smack yeah, it. Smack There's no bigger guy, in, I guess, in terms of stature and, and figuratively, that's going to put this entire thing together than John Carl Stan. Yeah. Mm hmm. John Carl Stan, at least at the beginning of the year, is going to be batting cleanup. I don't see a way that he's not. Agreed. I agree. You see so many people online going, you can't bat. I'm like, you do know they're paying him all this money, and right. they are going to give him every chance in the world yeah. to show that he could bounce back. They're going to give him the chance. And I'll be honest, they should. They should give him the chance. They're paying him. Yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't not hit him fourth. You can't I mean, go lower than that. He's getting paid too much, and that's just I mean, how they it's him or Glaber. I'm I'm sorry, but I'm still going with G over Glaber in that in that situation. Early on, at least, yeah, no doubt about early. it. Early at the at the beginning, yes. Just don't. Here's the thing. What do we expect out of John Carl Stan? If you, I'm sure, as we get closer to the beginning of the season, and we'll look at the over unders like we do every year. If I told you 99 games for uh, John Carl Stan, you taking the over? Or you taking the under on that? I'll always take the under with him, unfortunately. Exactly. Yeah. You you don't have no confidence this guy can even post 100 times next year. No. Vital to this lineup. Once you get past the top three, you have these guys here that somebody's going to have to break out and be the guy that yep. makes sure that Juan Soto isn't walked 200 times this year or whatever the outrageous number is, right? Who's going to be the guy that makes sure Juan Soto gets his pitches to hit as well? 
And at the beginning of the year, it's going to be John Carl Stan. Yep. And, yeah. and Boone can say, oh, he's doing this, he's doing that. Again, he's got to prove he can be healthy. And what really, and I said this on the show numerous times, because Ryan was always a big proponent of, G's going to get hot, he's going to carry the team. He didn't do that last year. Right. He never got hot. He never had that John Carl Stanton where he was like walking around like a ball of fire for two weeks. Right. And that, that was the outlier. That was the like backdrop of that whole Cashman com the comments by Cashman was like, this was the first year where he was fully healthy and didn't perform. Usually it's been due to injury. So it's really, yeah, that middle of the lineup, man, that's really going to be the key. If, if two of Stanton Rizzo and Torres could come back and really be productive, then this lineup is just going to be really hard to beat. They need two of those three guys to really step up this year mm -hmm. yep. and be better than what everybody else is thinking that they can be right now. Because if they do that, then this lineup is going to, you know, it's going to be a really good lineup because right now, you know, I was look, you know, people are freaking out about the Dodgers lineup. It's a top heavy lineup. You go Betts, Freeman, Otani. It's a top heavy lineup. The Yankees are top. And the Yankees don't even have the top three because Verdugo is not the same player as those other guys. But the Yankees lineup is top heavy, too, with Verdugo, Judge, and Soto. And then no. you've got these question marks. Glaber is what he is, but now you want to bat him six. Volpe, you're hoping, turns it around and gets closer to being mm -hmm. an all-star player. But you don't know. That's why this team, they needed Juan Soto, dude. Think about, like, we're sitting here breaking down this lineup. We're so many question marks about guys and who's going to step up and where's the offense coming from now imagine they didn't have Juan Soto on this team yeah it changes everything it changes everything because think of what he does for judge think of what he does for the rest of those guys just opens everything up that's why for, an absolute mess yeah that's why him. for one year for one year that price that they paid they had to pay it you could not go into the season you could not go into 2024 without getting Juan Soto. There's nobody else available that could have made this much of a difference no. in this lineup. Correct. I agree with yeah. you. Know that about it. The Yankees have been needing left-handed power for so long, and they paid a good price for it. Don't I don't care what anybody says. They paid a good price for it. Now think about it if they didn't. Now imagine... Imagine Garrett Cole trading for the, the the Brian Cashman that tried to trade for Garrett Cole was trading for Juan Soto, and he walked away from it. I, I'm not following what you're trying to say there. Brian Cashman had traded for Garrett Cole and tried to. He put a price tag. He put a, a a line in the sand on what he was willing to pay for Garrett right, Cole. Right, 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 right. Yeah, gotcha, if he gotcha, did the gotcha, same gotcha. thing with yeah, away from he, the deal. Yeah, it does. It, it does. Like I said, there was a couple of reports too there that Hal Steinbrenner had a lot to do with that, with saying you know because apparently Cashman's baseball people were not not for uh, trading both of those guys, and apparently it was Steinbrenner to come out and go do it, trade both of them, hmm. make the deal, and it was odd too because you remember there was there was and all of a sudden they had a Yankees hot stove show, and out of nowhere it was like now they're willing to deal King. Yeah. They were so unwilling to do it that all of a sudden it was like a snap of the fingers and all of a sudden he was available. And yeah, that a deal that's was such very a good close. Point. Once they started doing those hot stoves, that's when all the fucking news would break too. Like yep. 10 p.m. they would get on and then all of a sudden, wouldn't you know, the Yankees make a deal. Yep. Why p.m.? I was looking at it. He's like, how many Michael King jerseys am I going to sell next year? 
How many right. come into Yankee Stadium to watch Michael King pitch? God, Soto, man. I, I I would love to know if we get like a projected number of how many uh, jerseys have been sold already. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a shit ton. Yeah. Oh, I mean, this team is like, I'm very, I'm very excited for the season to start, but they need, there's still work to be done. Yep. And I think that's what, this is how colossally screwed up this team was last year. That they got Juan Soto, they got Alex Verdugo, they can even get Yamamoto, and you can't sit there and tell me that this is going to be one of the two or three best. I mean, it probably will be, but you can't definitively say it's the two or three top best team in baseball right now. How bad this roster was last year, and with so many question marks, especially in the offense and the bullpen. Brian Catchman still got to put his working shoes on. Even if they get Yamamoto, he can't sit back and be like, oh, I'm done. You're not yeah. done. You're not done, a guy. Lot more. A, lot, a lot more to, to actually a lot more to actually go out there and do. And like I, 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 I still feel the biggest thing is it's still a closer. It's still the late-inning relief pitching. But Been on I wonder if they feel so confident long. enough, too. I just wonder if they feel confident enough maybe with guys like Luis Heal. And, uh, you know, could one of these guys kind of come in and be a Dylan Batances type? That just kind of comes out of nowhere and is mm-hmm. is dom- throwing 101 miles an hour out the pen and just dominating. It's possible. Um, I just feel like Clay Holmes get into those postseason games and big moments. You're just asking. You're just asking to potentially lose. I don't trust it. I don't trust them. That to me is their biggest weakness right now. If you look at the team, you can see it. The hamster wheel spins too fast for him sometimes, and he yes. doesn't know how to slow it down. Great he point. cannot get the hamster to stop running circles in his brain. And that's when he long darts one. He throws it seven feet over the, over the catcher's head. You know, that's when you see it. And, if, and you can see it. It's not like, well, what's going on with him? You can see the gears are turning and he can't stop them. Yep. Super Chat says, what would you do to pull Mike Trout from the Angels? Nothing. Exactly. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I I, especially right now. They're all set up with their outfield. So it yep. wouldn't really be of use. I mean, What's the answer? I mean, think. Okay, let, let's entertain it for a second, right? Okay. Let's say he's a DH. Okay. What What are you willing to give up to get him? Honestly, his salary alone would just make me say I'm, I'm not giving anything up for him. Exactly. And yeah, stands, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't have interest. Again, we talked about we talk about this all the time, right? Coming into this off season, I need. I don't. I need the, the one superstar. I got him. Now I need reliable guys. You, he's not reliable. Mike no. Trout's not a reliable baseball player. Not, not at all. Durability. Since him and Otani were on the same team together, they played in the forty-seven percent of the Angels' games. Forty-seven percent. I mean, the only way I think maybe if you do something like that, right, is if they take a shit ton of our salaries. Like if Stanton yeah, goes, maybe Lemayu goes, and. Something else, but I still that, like exactly. Well, how does that benefit yeah, I mean, them though? I mean, yeah, exactly. It's not benefit. It's just yeah. It doesn't make any sense at all. That's the only way it could work, and it it doesn't add up. Like somebody can say, "Well, oh, throw some prospects in," yeah, but it still doesn't add up properly. Mm-hmm. Like that just doesn't that doesn't make sense. Why would I then take salaries for like? It just it it kind of shows you that no matter how great Mike Trout is, with the deal and the injuries, there's not much value there. I mean. I, I'm not even entertaining it. I mean, I, there's me nothing the Angels could call up and say that would make me want Mike Trout on this team. I mean, because <clears throat> he's not going to 
He's he's another guy. If I gave you an over under number of ninety nine games for Mike Trout, what are you taking? Under. You have exactly. to take the under. Right. He's so only you got done a guy, it once in the last four years. He's a guy that makes more money than John Carlos Stan and is just as injury prone as John Carlos Stan. So tell me Bingo. what how he fits here. Doesn't. No. Oh. No. Next week we'll be back here on the NYYSC podcast. It's going to be our final show of 2023 and then you know we're gonna hopefully yamamoto watch will be over we'll have uh we'll have some some uh you know it'll be it'll be fun either way hopefully it'll be you know be in the bronx he's going in the bronx you think so yeah it's over he's a yankee I just, I mean, it'll be very interesting to me if he does go to the Dodgers because a lot of that narrative with with Japanese pitchers, with Japanese superstar pitchers, has 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 consistently been that they don't want to really team up. Correct. So if if he's gonna go to see now, it was interesting to me when it came out that Otani was at that meeting, but, but then I thought about it more. For Otani, he doesn't care if Yamamoto comes to the Dodgers. No matter what happens, he's still going to be the superstar Bingo. Japanese player for the Dodgers. Where Yamamoto wouldn't be that, but Otani has nothing to lose in that like egotistical sense. If that is something that is uh, going through their minds when they're when they're deciding what team to, to come. I mean, look at what they do with their number, like the numbers, like how 18 is such a uh, like cherished number to have, Yeah, uh, you know, right. stuff the like Yankees. that. There's a lot of culture that comes, comes with those uh, with players from, from Japan that I'd be interested if he goes to the Dodgers and all of that talk, all of those, those, those stories are just, they're done. That's not even a thing. So. Yeah. The Yankees have saved number 18 for him. So, yep. you know, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot there. Uh, yeah. And hopefully it is next week that we find out and we're good to go. And, you know, I don't have to do 14 hour streams every night and we're okay. Let the guy, let the guy sleep for Christ's sake. I know, sake. let him sleep, but they are yeah, entertaining. Let me, little, let me take a little nap, nap. Yeah, take a little nap, nap, right? Okay. Yeah, I'm, can we, can we, like, before we end the show again, can we just get the, the song one more time? I mean, I think everybody deserves to say it. We got almost 500 out. people in it, guys. We got to play this again for you. This was sent to us. Um, and there may be a full song coming. But this was literally just in our inbox, and I gotta play it for you guys because this is this is just amazing. So take a quick listen. Happy holiday! Happy holiday! While the merry bells keep ringing, happy holiday! Yamamoto, this is what we'll be playing. Cy Yama Young Day. and Kinsing. Happy Yamadays. <laughs> Good one. Unbelievable. Christian. Unbelievable. Guy wins hey, Cy Young and he belts out those vocals. I'm unreal. Awesome. How do, you, how do you think he got Amy? He didn't get Amy from throwing fucking right. fastballs. You're right. Who gives a shit about a fastball? Dude. He got some vocals on it. You let those babies out. <clears throat> so last week was Soto. Now we're waiting for the Yama part. And again, next week is the. Uh, <laughs> Uh, last episode of 2023. It'll be our uh, our holiday episode. I don't know what that means, you know, but everybody brings everything holiday. Okay, holidays. All right. Okay. I'm sure. Let's see if we'll cook up something special, and hopefully it'll be a nice fat new ace under the Christmas tree for Yankee fans. So that's what we're all hoping for here. Yamamoto. It'll be a Yamasoto Christmas. Hopefully in the Bronx. 
We want to thank everybody for their continued support of NYYST and NYYU. We want to thank everybody that's been in the chat um, this evening. If you're still there, like and subscribe to NYY Underground. Uh, and if you're uh, listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please leave us a five-star rating review. We want to thank Pete for sitting in here today. Thanks, Pete. Chris is, it's Chris's birthday. Okay. Happy so birthday, you, brother. Happy birthday, Chris. You can tell what his priorities are. Okay. Before we sign off, we got a quick super chat. I don't want to save sure. it again until next week. Yeah, please. Yoshi Thanks. will want to be the talk of the town when he strikes out Otani 12 times in a three-game series in June. Okay, oh, sign me up. shit. Sign me up for that. But okay. Give me that shit, dude. All right. All right. Okay, Met fans, what are they going to do when Yamamoto strikes out Pete Alonso with runners at second and third? You know, in a bit. It's just it's another day. Piyama days. <laughs> All right, so um, happy birthday to Chris. Okay, and uh, happy birthday, birthday, Chris. Brother. All right, all right. And, and, and be sure to join us next week for our final show of the year. And we want to uh, again thank you for your continued support. Thank you for listening and watching. Episode 360 of the NYYST podcast, SGR. Go Yanks. Pete, say goodbye. Adios. Can't make a promise, but I do my best. 25 sitting on 25 racks. Just got started, no, we ain't done yet. Buy a new crib, that's a goddamn flex. Goddamn flex. Sign that check. Told them last year that I've been up next. Can't take calls, but I send that.